0: Good morning. Welcome to Daily Dose. It is May 27th, and I hope that you're having a great day today. Today, we're going to talk about a tough subject. We're going to talk about sin. We're going to talk about our transgressions, and we're going to talk about how these sins separate us from God and how they have separated us from God from the beginning, Sin is one of those things that as the, as the good old Andy Griffith episode says when the preacher comes and he doesn't even mention sin at the end of service uh, Barney gets up and he was asleep the whole service and he walks up to the pastor and he says that was a great pa- sermon on sin there pastor and Andy goes he didn't even mention sin Too often our churches no longer mention sin Because sin offends people. If you tell somebody that something that they like to do or something that they enjoy doing is a sin, uh, people don't like that. And it's, um, it's a difficult situation to be in for the American church. But the simple fact of the matter is that we cannot compromise the gospel for people's feelings. The gospel is always going to be offensive to the sinner because God and sin cannot coexist. And the gospel is the story of God. We cannot allow ourselves to be fooled into thinking that we have to change God's word in order to fit the times. One of the silliest things I think I've ever read uh, read was from the New York Times when they were talking about how the Bible needs to be updated to fit our more progressive nature and culture. The Bible does not need to be updated. People need to be reminded that sin is sin is sin is sin. The fact of the matter is we talked about anger a couple weeks ago. And the fact, the simple fact of the matter is some people are more angry at the sinner than they are the sin. We should be angry at sin. We have righteous anger towards the sin that is, that is infecting our nation. We should have that anger, but more than not, we're angry at, at, at little Timmy or whatever, because of the sin that's in his life. The simple fact is, we have to stop expecting non-Christians to act like Christians. The days where the simple morality values of Christians just simply transferred to non-Christians are over. We don't have those, those guidelines any longer. Those were something that were in the past. We have to share with people the reason that their sin separates them from God and the rescue of Jesus Christ. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 and read with me in verse 9. Therefore, justice is far from us and righteousness does not overtake us. We hope for light, but behold darkness and for brightness. We walk in gloom. We grope for the wall like the blind. We grope for the, like those who have no eyes. We stumble at noon as in, as if in the twilight among those in full vigor. We are like dead men. We all growl like bears, and we moan and moan like doves. We hope for justice, but there is none, for salvation, but it is far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and we know our iniquities, transgressing and denying the Lord, and turning back from following our God, speaking and oppressing oppression and revolt. Conceiving and uttering from the heart lying words, justice is turned back and righteousness stands far away. For truth has stumbled in the public squares and uprightness cannot enter. Truth is lacking and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. These are really depressing verses to explore. But the simple fact is that, as I'm reminded, as we look through these depressing times, our sin is often depressing. We oftentimes live our lives to try to try to try to strive to impress God, and the simple fact of the matter is is that because of our sins, we never acknowledge those sins. But we try to be better people. We try to just be the best kind of people we can be. But we never acknowledge our sins. And can I tell you that those people? are going to hell just as much as the non-Christians. We, we have to understand that what saves us, what the Bible clearly states saves us, is not a departure from bad deeds and trying to be the best kind of person that you can be. A good person is that is just that. In, the, in light of God's greatness, he is nothing but a cheap imitation There's only one thing that can secure salvation, and that is the blood of Jesus, a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you've never accepted him as your savior, then you are separated from God. Your sins have separated you from God. Your transgressions have separated you from God. And the simple fact of the matter is, is that we are all Charge to stand and account for our transgressions. We must hold, we, there was a trial that must be held and there are charges that must be passed. The book of Romans tells us that the wages of sin is death. Death is what our, each and every single one of our wages is. We've earned it for ourselves because of our transgressions in our lives. But Jesus stood as our propitiation, that substitutionary atonement. He took all of that sin on the cross In the moment of darkness on the cross before he yielded up his spirit, Jesus took all of the sin of the world upon himself so that when he was pierced, when he yielded up his spirit, you have an opportunity of grace. So that when that judgment comes, when it comes time where you breathe your last breath and you stand before an almighty God who is righteous and just in order of judgment for all of your sins, all of the transgressions of the world, Jesus stands before you and says, I have already paid it. I have already paid that debt. What an amazing and wonderful story today. Can I encourage you today that whatever you're going through in life, you spend your life, you spend agonizing hours, agonizing and trying to be a better person and trying to be the best person you can be. Christ transforms you through salvation. In Christ, there is transformation. In Christ, there is salvation. And in Christ, there is a possibility of him transforming your life to something that you never even imagined and him calling you to his work. I hope you have a great day and I will see you tomorrow.